Welcome back to another episode of City Living with Churchill. A couple of months ago, I was on Twitter, you know, doing what you do on Twitter. A lot of scrolling, a lot of reading through funny comments. And as I was going through, I came across this video. It's a TikTok video. As you know, many people post TikTok videos on Twitter. And it wasn't the person in the video that posted it. It was someone else. And they were doing this thread about this girl that had just found a hole in her bathroom window that led to another apartment and her story, getting the story uh, around that. And so the video starts with a girl, you know, talking about, well, there's a cold air coming from some vent in the apartment. They trying to figure it out, come to find out that it was a secret apartment through the bathroom window and their exploration of that. I mean, I remember when I watched it, I was like, okay, well, this is crazy. And the fact that she was actually being adventurous and going through the bathroom mirror to discover what was behind it was even more crazier. I felt like it was a thriller movie. I was sweaty. I was like sitting there. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But it was also a fun thread to read about and people's reaction on Twitter. It was, a, it was an exciting shared experience. That shared experience exploded into something more. And, you know, I'm so very excited that I finally, you know, got a chance because I was like, as soon as I watched that video, I was like, I have to have her on the podcast to talk about it. So to keep it a theme around apartments, how to make sure you're looking and things to think about uh, when finding an apartment in New York, one of them, make sure the bathroom window is attached and not necessarily there's not a vent behind it. And also kind of questions and things you look about about being new in the city this summer. In those days, I was so happy that Samantha Hartzell, our guest for today, decided to come on. I mean, she's a ball of light. She's so, so much energy. If you're one of her fans on TikTok, you've seen her dancing. You've seen her doing some adventurous things. This, she's, she's pretty wonderful energy. If you're fans on Instagram, you know, she, again, same energy. Her dances, her commentary, it's all wonderful. And, you know, she recently was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which is even more wonderful. So I'm so grateful and happy that she's here with us. She kind of shares her story from moving from Alabama. She tells us about, you know, things she was thinking about and why Roosevelt Island. I know no one thinks Roosevelt Island has that much life and no one, you don't hear or talk about someone from Roosevelt Island that many times. So I'm so grateful she provides a different perspective around finding the right community, area, and really just expressing yourself in New York City. That's what I enjoyed so much about her, her spirit of expression and positive energy. So let's listen in. Well, Sam, thank you. Thank you. I am so very excited that you're on here. I mean, your energy, your, it's, it's, it's like a, positive explosion like someone had like a positive ball and exploded that is your personality and i just love the feeling i mean i've watched a couple of your dancing videos i've like i watched your interview on ellen i've like watched everything about you and i'm just like i know i sound like a stalker <laughs> but i have to do research <laughs> <laughs> but i'm so excited that uh i have you on this podcast because i think one people will love you they'll love your experience and all about this is creating community and pushing out positivity so thank you Thank you for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm overwhelmed. Like what an intro. I can't live up to this. Uh, well, Churchill, I'm honestly so excited to be here. This is, this is awesome. I'm, I'm pumped to talk to you guys about 
all of it, my TikTok, my life, my moving up here, whatever, whatever it is, I'm ready to rumble. Thank you for the generous introduction. Oh, you're most welcome. All right. So let's rumble. Let's just start from the start. How did Sam end up in New York and how long have you been here? Okay. So I grew up in North Carolina and then I went to school in Alabama and lived there after college for a little bit. Um, I was in a long-term relationship. We broke up. I stayed there. He left. And then I realized like Alabama was not for me, which I feel like a lot of people that live in New York probably wouldn't mm. feel that way either. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alabama's not exactly the place to be. So, <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I had always loved the excitement in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I was just really, you know, praying and, and talking to God, trying to figure out where I was going next. And I felt like he called me up here. So I actually took up a side job on top of my full-time job. Uh, I worked at Olive Garden <laughs> at mm-hmm. night for like for like 40 hours plus a week and saved up money so that mm-hmm. I could move up here. And I would just do application after application. And whenever I got interview, I would take a bus, like a, one of those sketchy Chinatown buses mm-hmm. all the way from the South up to New York City overnight. Oh, wow. That's a, that's I, a long journey. It was, but... The thing about getting a job in New York when you don't live here is like, if you, if you live outside the city, mm-hmm. they don't want you because they don't want to have to deal with like, Oh, everybody like wants to make it in New York without actually having the the ground to make yeah. it yet. So nobody wants to give a job to somebody who's like living in Arizona and has to come up here and then find an apartment or whatever. So I basically yeah. had to pretend like I was already living up here. So um, eventually I did, I did, I got a job up here in e-commerce, which I had a little bit of experience in and, uh, I moved, I actually got the job on a Wednesday and they asked me if I could start Monday. And I said, yes. And at the time I was like literally still living in the South, like literally. And so I, (laughs) I went on an app, a girl found me and was like, I think you'd love my apartment, which I would just like to say is not normal. Like, (laughs) That's not normal for someone to like reach out to you, especially yeah. maybe with COVID. But before COVID, it wasn't normal for like someone giving up their apartment to reach out to someone looking because the demand was so high that mm-hmm. it would be gone immediately. So I thought it was weird that she reached out, but I was like, okay. So I, I actually did not, had never seen this apartment. I just FaceTimed her <laughs> and saw it and I was like, fine. And then I literally immediately sent this girl like $4,000. I just like PayPal her $4,000 and put everything I owned in a car and my boyfriend at the time of me drove up to New York and I moved into my apartment. Hold on, wait, hold on. Let's pause that. Let's pause that story for a second. <laughs> you, you just saw it off of the FaceTime chat and then you gave a deposit immediately. Yes. What was going on in Alabama that you had to desperately move? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this goes like, I don't know everything you've said in this podcast, but I feel like this has to go against somebody's uh, advice. <laughs> everyone's been like make sure you do enough planning make sure you don't like move like well you can just give someone four thousand dollars after a FaceTime chat and just move the next weekend it just works that way too oh Uh, my gosh yeah i mean i mean it wasn't (laughs) i don't know if it was like the safest choice but i stand by it so when you moved was the apartment what you thought it would be and what you saw yeah, I mean, it was on FaceTime. So mm-hmm. the only thing is, I don't think I realized because her stuff was still in the room when I saw it. I don't think I realized how like 
jacked up the walls were like the there was like marks all over them and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so but that's not a big deal like i just i just immediately painted over it and we were fine you know but for the most part yeah like it looks the way it did in facetime i the only thing the kicker for that was i didn't even meet the roommates like literally did not know who they were coming in they didn't Mm -hmm. know who i was how was that experience like not being roommates because i think you know one way i've heard in the past that to to really have a more cheaper cost of living in New York. Roommates is a good way to go. Or you can always get what they call like a rent boyfriend or rent girlfriend. You know, dual income always helps. Like how is it moving into an apartment, not knowing the roommates and then having to like, and you're also being new to the city. So you're that, automatically that should be your first group of friends. Like how was that experience for you? Yep. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. We did not get along. It was honestly a really neg, just like negative environment. So mm-hmm. the idea in that apartment was that we were all just roommates. Mm-hmm. And, but more so than that, like it, it was, it was, it was really new for me because all of them were from different parts of Asia yeah. um, and had come over here. So I like, it was very, it was very much a culture shock for me at least. And all of them kind of had the attitude of like, we just live in the same apartment. We mm-hmm. don't interact. So if they heard me in the kitchen, they wouldn't even come out of their rooms if they needed to go to the kitchen until they could hear me shut my bedroom door. Like, mm-hmm. it was like really negative. Yeah. And, they, and they were very, all very picky about like borrowing things. Like mm-hmm. I remember getting text messages about like, did you borrow my spoon? Like, did you use the spoon? Or like, I one time was on the phone with my friend in the kitchen and my roommate walked in and she saw me salting my, or maybe peppering my food. And she mm-hmm. literally interrupted me on the phone to call me out being like, that's my pepper. And I'm like, bro, this is, you got this pepper for $1 at Trader Joe's. I <laughs> like, but for real, like I'm on a phone right now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just, it was. Yeah. I, and that is why I cannot do roommates. You know, I call it, I'm preserving my mind space. Like my, my spurt, like I cannot, like, I, I don't want to feel like, oh, is this the salt I bought? Or is this someone else's salt? And, you know, like things like that are like very petty that I yes. don't have time to track. But that is like, you know, I do think a lot of people come to the city and they're looking to go through the roommate round. So they're using like, this idea of, you know, I have to find a random roommate to random people to stay with. And I always caution people like, you know, be careful the people you live in. Sometimes it's a lottery style because you win something really great roommates and they're, especially if you're all new to the city, it's a great experience. And sometimes you'll be getting calls about why you're using your pepper. Exactly. <laughs> so where in the city have you stayed? Have you always stayed in one uh, Roosevelt Island? What's your migration in the city look like? Yeah. So I actually immediately moved up from the South to Roosevelt Island and I fell so in love with it mm-hmm. that I just haven't left. Like I've been here, I've been on the Island for, it would be three years in October of this year, 2021. So almost three years. And I have been, I've been in the same apartment building. I've just changed apartments, like apartment rooms. So, oh, wow. And I also feel the need to back up and just shout out. My current roommates are phenomenal. Like uh. they're not the ones that I'm talking. <laughs> well, actually well, the girl I live with now, I've actually lived with her the whole time I've been here. And she was part of the rough, the rough roommate situation before but mm-hmm. redemption, you know, we've had redemption and then we had a new roommate <laughs> and we lost the roommate. Growth so has happened. The ho- yeah, the whole <laughs> dynamic has changed, but we are on Roosevelt Island and we've been here the whole time. And that's somewhere that most people don't even know is in New York City, much less moved to. Yeah. So 
if you had to give it your one 30-second pitch about Roosevelt Island and why someone new to New York City should move to Roosevelt Island because it's a better choice, go ahead. Okay. Don't move to Roosevelt Island because I want it for myself. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but honestly, the island is, I call it like a little oasis. It's very quiet. It's very almost like family friendly. There's lots of dogs everywhere, lots of little kids, which are which are something you don't see in the city. You don't see many kids in the city. Um, and you see some dogs, but not even that many. There's lots of green space, lots of park. We have a lighthouse. We have an ex- small pox hospital. I'm pretty sure we have an ex-insane asylum. It's got some weird history to it, but it's it's like two miles long and probably, I'm like looking out my window right now, probably like seriously 300 feet wide. And it's just this strip of island. So it's great for like going on walks and the whole island. You can see this. You can see the um, skyline of Manhattan and Long Island City. And then you get to the bottom. You can see like Brooklyn in the distance. Oh, it's gorgeous. Did you find rent cheaper in Roosevelt Island versus living in the city itself? I would say it's it's pretty comparable to most neighborhoods in Manhattan, mm-hmm. but you get more space. So, for example, the way me and my roommates have cut it, I have two roommates and between the three of us, I personally pay about $1,500 mm-hmm. a month, but I have a bathroom in my room. Like I have the master bedroom of the apartment mm-hmm. and I have a, I have a closet and a bathroom and a window. So that's, that's more than I think you'd probably get in a three bedroom apartment in Manhattan and the space is much bigger. Yeah, no, definitely. I live in a one bedroom. I don't have the bathroom in my bedroom. <laughs> that's still, that's a luxury. Um, especially with, with a home with roommate, that's considered a luxury. What is fun to do? Because we're going to sell Roosevelt Island. What is fun to do in Roosevelt Island? So you talk about walking. I remember, and I might be have this wrong, but isn't there like a fair or like a food court or something at Roosevelt Island? You're honestly probably thinking about Randall's Island, which Randall's is pretty Island. close. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. See? People get it mixed up all the time. So L- you're good. No islands. worries. No judgment. Honestly, there's not much to do on the island. Yeah. Like I I spend most of my time outside. It's really if you love nature, this is a pretty good place to be. I mm-hmm. I like love being in the grass. There Cornell Tech has a campus here, and outside of their campus is like this big, these big like rolling hills that like I'll sunbathe on in the summer or like do my work outside at their cafe. Um, but there's only like six or seven restaurants and uh, yeah, there's not like much fun to be had. It's very, it's very much feels like to me, it felt almost homey because it felt almost like a little small townish vibe compared to the rest of the city. Um, but, but the beauty of it is its location is pretty great uh, to not be in the city or to not be in the, the mainland. Yeah. <laughs> the, main, the, main, the mainland island. <laughs> the mainland island. Because you can hop over on, a, on the tram or on the subway right right over to the Upper East Side. And it's two or three stops from Midtown. Um, mm-hmm. Like I worked on 8th Avenue and like 32nd Street. And it took me like 20 minutes to get to work. It was super quick. And then we're also right across the river from Queens. So mm-hmm. you can hop over to Astoria and check out their little... I mean... It, I love the location of it. Awesome. So if you're someone that's trying to find not a city city experience, but trying to get the city with a hometown feel and just have your little, you know, little village, as I would call it, um, Roosevelt Island might be worth an option as we'll go through, the, especially the summer. I don't think many people use that as your to-go option. I think a lot of us just kind of jump into, oh my God, don't be a Churchill and just jump into Midtown. That's a wrong idea. It was a nightmare. Um, be a Sam and start with Roosevelt <laughs> Island. 
honestly, like it's uh, it's but it's tough because like I don't want to leave anymore. Like I want to go. I want to go into Manhattan and live there. I I love Manhattan. I'm a Manhattan girl, but I'm just I'm so spoiled by like the quietness of the island and the the trees and like how green it is. Like I'm spoiled, so like I'm never probably leaving. All right, I'm definitely gonna have to come check out Rhode Island. Maybe I will move. Uh, I'm like maybe it's like a nightmare for me. <laughs> so I'm like I'm too, I'm moving, too comfortable. Moving is not honestly, and that's that's some good advice in and of itself. You better pick somewhere you you think you're gonna like because moving is a nightmare in this city. I I moved apartments in the same building and I was like never again. <laughs> yes, it is not fun. It's just it's, I don't know. So you've lived in New York for three years. Um, Roosevelt Island is where it's at. What has been your most surprising experience about the city? I think coming from the south. The most surprising thing to me was just the culture shock. Like I am a very personable, very much a people person. I talk to everyone. I can make friends anywhere. Mm -hmm. And in the South, that can get you everywhere. But in New York, that's very not how culture necessarily is. So I found myself smiling at people on the street. (laughs) I just noticed there was going, go ahead. I found myself smiling at people on the street who one never make eye contact with me or two make eye contact and dead look at me in the face with no response. So that like, that was, I was, I just like, wasn't used to this non stranger interaction. Cause in the South, you talk to anybody, you like make friends at Walmart, you know what I mean? Um, which by the way, there's no Walmart up here. So let's throw that in there too. But yeah, so I think probably just getting used to the fact that people are busy, like they're in a rush, like everybody is always in a rush. And I think a lot of people misconstrue that as rude. People think like New Yorkers are super rude and sometimes they can be, but I think more than anything, we're just busy and we work hard. So they don't, we don't, like New Yorkers don't have the time necessarily to stop on the street and have a conversation that lasts 10 minutes for someone, if they're on their way to a meeting, they're already late for, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree with that statement. I think New Yorkers, I always say New Yorkers are not nice. They're kind. New Yorkers are, mm-hmm. they're, you're expecting someone to be all smiley and, and giving things. No, that's not a New Yorker. Um, but a New Yorker, like you need help. Someone will help you if you need help. Um, and, and they will do it with a frown on your face and probably curse you out sometimes, but they will help you. <laughs> like... <laughs> it, that that's just how so i was like new yorkers are not the nicest because this is not like a nice town but it's the uh, people are very kind i would say um, yeah always i have time i'm always surprised if i look around i always see someone helping somebody you know someone would you know mother with two kids and they're in a stroller trying to go down the subway and someone will actually pick it up and help them go down never say a right. word never say smile just drop it and then leave <laughs> yes exactly uh, you're you've hit you've hit the mark on the head we are kind and we look out for each other but we are not trying to we're not here for the pleasantries yeah except for Sam cuz she was smart except for me <laughs> so if you see the one person in New York and she has a shirt that says Roosevelt Island <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> Sam cuz she will be out there dancing in the laundry room <laughs> To some great beats, or she will have a new background, as she said in in, in Paris, which was very <laughs> very lovely. I love you, Dax. It is it's, it's wonderful. It's so joyous. It's joyous to watch. Um, I'm dead. If you so three years, if you look back and you had to go back to day one, Sam, what will you give? What advice will you give day one, Sam, about being a new girl in New York City? I think I came up here thinking that I wouldn't change at all. I would just be myself in the city. 
And then when I got here, I thought, okay, I need to become a New Yorker, whatever that looks like. And at this point in, you know, two and a half or so years into the experience, I've realized it's, it's a mix. Like, so I think looking back, I would probably say like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to, to, to not change, you know, and don't put too much pressure on yourself to become what you feel like the city wants you to become and just sort of focus on growing and being healthy and happy and successful, whatever that looks like for you. So, you know, for me, that's a mix of, I, I will still smile at some people on the street and I'm, I'm never going to stop being overly friendly to, to, you know, to my Starbucks girl, <laughs> but I, uh, there will be times where I have to ignore somebody if they're trying to talk to me and I'm in a rush, or there will be times where I, you know, let the elevator shut. It's, it's things like that. So I think, I think it's just, you know, a mix and kind of, and kind of figuring it out and not putting too much pressure on yourself to go, to go with one flow. That is very great advice. Cause I think change and New York city are two things that are, can hit you very hard. If you're, when you're new to the city, you kind of have expectations yeah. versus the reality um, you kind of think, should I change myself? Should I do this? But I think the, I think one thing that you said is like trusting in yourself, which that's what I got from your, from your answer is like New York city is great because there's so many different personalities, all types, crazy, non-crazy, whatever you are, there is a space yeah. for you in New York city. And I think that's the beauty of the city. And I think it's also a beauty that is lost for most folks when they just move because they're just trying to, one, it's like, it's a new environment of like all these different personalities. I call this a beautiful collage. Every street, every block, different experience, different style, different vibe. Um, but you are part of that. Like you're a new addition to that experience. So, you know, be true to yourself. I like that. I like that. Change yeah. in is not an easy thing. Yeah, we <laughs> could also, you know, we could also throw in there like dump your, dump your boyfriend. <laughs> dump your. <laughs> dump your girlfriend, dump your boyfriend. Come by yourself. <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't regret anything <laughs> so the way i discovered you was through twitter and really yes yes it was through twitter it was someone was tracking as you were posting the video by the way there's a whole thread on twitter and they kept tracking it every time you post and they like updated the thread and they were like oh she, and guys she, she went to the apartment so i have to tell you it was like watching I'm a thriller a thriller movie and I'm going to let you tell the story, but I just want to talk about my, my reaction to it. Okay, um, okay. I was nervous. I was sweating. And every time you made one move, I was like, all right, is she crazy? Like, I literally was waiting from like some secret cult. It was, it was so scary. I was so nervous. I was just like, what's going on? So I, that was my reaction when I saw the video. And I was like, this is a perfect experience. I need to have her on this podcast. I need to, to bring her here. So I'm gonna. That was my experience of watching the video. So I'm gonna let you now tell us what the video was and how it's all played out. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love hearing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a pretty average day, and uh, I was just at work, or I'm always working from home. So I was like in my little work outfit, and I had just gone back from a hiking trip. I'd done a hiking trip for like a week out West with my friends. So we got back two days before this video happened and I was so exhausted. I got back on a Sunday and I slept all day and then it was Monday, which I worked and that's the day I found it. So after I got done with work, I went, you know, went into my bathroom for something and I felt this air blowing and I was like, what in God's name is going on? 
like, cause my room has been cold for a while. I've complained ever since I moved into this apartment that it was cold. I've put in three, I've put in three emails to maintenance to come fix my heater. It's never happened. Um, cause my heater works, but it's, it just doesn't work enough. Well, you know, now I kind of understand why, Yeah. but, and I was feeling air blowing through my outlets earlier than before, like before my trip happened, but I had never felt this like blast that was just like blowing from behind the mirror. So, you know, I was, I was reaching around and, and saw that it, or felt that it was from behind the mirror. And honestly, I thought maybe that it was just like, it was, I actually thought it was blowing from somewhere else, like maybe underneath the sink or something. And it was just the airflow was going up and behind and out the mirror. I genuinely didn't think there was like a hole or a vent or something necessarily right behind it. At this point, I'm just so frustrated that my mirror is not attached to my wall because that feels not safe. Because my at my old apartment, the mirror was attached, like it was glued or or like you know part of the wall, so like you yeah. couldn't like move it. And so I'm realizing as I'm touching it that it's like sh- I can shake it and like pull it. So I pull it off, and that's where I find a hole in my wall behind my mirror that leads into another room. <laughs> Just like what the heck? I immediately scream. So the people in the videos are my roommates, uh, John and Julia. And so I scream out for John. I'm like, you have to see this. He comes in and he, he's like, he just keeps like profanity. What the just like is going on. Julia comes home from work as this is happening. And we're like, Julia, 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 you will not believe what we just found. And she comes in and she didn't, she didn't even believe it. Cause it was dark behind there. So when she first came in, she was like, it's just pipes. And I was like, put your head in there, girl. Look, look up, look, look, go on. And so anyway, we see that there's a whole room. And from that point, like, obviously I'm going in. Obviously. I see a bend in the hole in the wall. Obviously, I'm just going to start this horror movie. I mean, and continue the storyline. You don't know, JC might be sitting in the back waiting for you. Well, honestly, like I'm, I love, I love adventure and truly if there are ever days where I'm bored, like I just don't have anything to do. I will, I will create adventure. Like there are times where I've just like left my apartment and gone into the city and been like, let's explore. We can explore. Let's pull on doors that aren't open. Let's just, let's just end up somewhere. You know, I've, I've like accidentally broken on rooftops and I I mean, it's just like a, a slew of things. Like you know, when I was in college, I broke into, well, I went to like every, every roof in the, on campus, but I broke into a control room for a fountain. Like, I'm just all about like, let's just explore, see what, see what the world has to offer that nobody's, that nobody's pulling the door of. So I had to obviously go in the hole. That sounds so adventurous. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to start living life vicariously through you. And I'm like, Please oh, do. she opened Please this new do. door. Okay. Oh, I'll be my, oh, you FaceTime me? Why are you doing that? So I'm going to. Yeah, I'll, we can FaceTime. We can FaceTime as you, as you just like go through random doors. <laughs> so you went through, can you explain like, what is the connection to your apartment, to the new apartment you find? What is the construction connection? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's actually, and this is not, super, this isn't abnormal for New York that obviously walls are shared mm-hmm. between apartments. Right. Um, Cause like you can hear your neighbors. So obviously you're sharing a wall. So it's, it's, it's like that. I mean, from what I saw, I think that the, their bathroom backs up to my bathroom, um, which the more I've like read and learned about this, like there's a wild story that I learned about because of this. And a lot of people learned about because of this of, I think her name's Ruthie May. 
Um, I might get, I might have that wrong, but it, she, it was a murder in Chicago and it, she was murdered by somebody coming through her bathroom mirror into her apartment and killing her. And it was, it was this similar layout where the bathrooms backed up to each other. So they had a hole that connected their two bathrooms. So that was kind of the same situation. I think that it's bathrooms were connected and then just the apartment layout was like that. So that's who you, and we used to do it. Like, you're like, yeah, you know, Ruthie May got killed, but I did not. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. I don't want to downplay her death. No, 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 I no I'm, not, I'm not downplaying her death either. It's just like, it's just it's still like the sense that you, there was still this impending doom and that something had happened to someone and you're just like, okay, if the idea could happen again, I probably still would do it. Uh, like, so, I, R.I.P. Ruthie. I am, I am so sad for that story. It made me so sad, but it, honestly, it's just, I've, I've heard it so many times and I've, I now lived it. So it just feels so real. I'm just like, this is what it is. This is my life now. <laughs> and the threat that you were, that was following you, which I you know him were following you on a thread on Twitter. Uh, someone also mentioned that back in the day, you know, for plumbers who have a hole in the bathroom, um, so they could be able to get an apartment to fix to con- continue construction without disturbing the owner of the home. And so it was more polite to instead of them knocking the door to come through the bathroom window. So the always create a hole as they go through construction through the, to come into the apartment in the bathroom window. I don't know how real or true, or there's no, I haven't done any fact check on that. The Twitter timeline, they had a, a nice picture that looked like back in the day. <laughs> and Oh my gosh. I've never heard of that before. That, that was another explanation of the thread. But again, it's Twitter, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is <laughs> Like you're talking to a guy that heard a story about why you New Yorkers don't have uh, garbage disposal. Do you know why? Because allegedly, I don't know if this is true again, just a kind of myth somehow <gasps> that gets people tell me that back in the day when the mob used to kill people, they would use the, the dirty disposal to chop bodies down because you can like just grid a body. So it was clogging pipes because of dead bodies. So they, they banned garbage disposal. So folks have to like you know, grade people's bodies in them. Oh, I honestly, I believe that. I honestly believe that. Dude, like New York back in the what, 80s? 60s i don't remember yeah. i wasn't here new York, back in the, day, back in the good old days <laughs> this that was new york mobsters and gangsters and man that was that was home i believe you that's why i can believe the story about how ben might put the mirror so that they can get in and out of the apartment do you still live in is this a current apartment you're living in still or did you move yeah. out oh so did this I still, still live the, here <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is wonderful i would have moved out i'm like all right like two things would have happened. I, I would have done two things. One, I would have just stopped. I wouldn't have even gone inside. I would have just been like, okay, down the line of up. Two, if I had mustered the courage to go inside and I discover a whole new apartment, I'm just expand, expanding my apartment into the other apartment, the other unit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's fair. Wait, okay, well, tell me for real. So, because I, I, everyone's saying the same thing you're saying. It's like, nah, man, couldn't be me, wouldn't go in there. Or they're saying like, oh, this is my new apartment, right? So, but tell me honestly, if you did not go in, because I obviously this is how my brain works, so mm-hmm. I really don't know the other side. If you didn't go in the hole, what would you do? Like, what would your reaction be? I would have called the landlord and I said, this is an emergency show up today uh, situation kind of thing. And they would have okay. handled the business from there. Um, Feel, that feels fair. Because I, I was like, I... I like I like that you actually did what you did because I do it, it, it does teach us a lesson right that adventure sometimes lies beyond where your fears stop 
And I think that's a yeah. good thing to, 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 that's a good, le- I know I'm probably overreading this. I'm, I'm corny as fuck, but, and I'm probably over, over simplifying shit, but um, that's how I am. I kind of find like the little quotes <laughs> in between people's experiences. Oh, um, cute. <laughs> I love that. So and, uh, positive. I know. So did they still, have they sold the bathroom window now? Is it everything still you can maneuver? <laughs> well, I, okay. I'll tell you this. The bathroom mirror has, nobody has come in. Okay, this is what I can. I've, nobody has come in to fix it since this happened. Like, no one has come into my apartment, come into my bedroom, and fixed anything on my side of the wall. But there is 100% construction happening now. Because let me tell you something that's going to be the most quickly renovated, fixed up apartment in New York City. I wake up every morning to the sound of like they are definitely fixing that place. Definitely. So I, on my end, I can, I'm pretty sure I can still take my mirror off. I, I am, I'm going to take, I'm cause everyone's dying for an update. So I'm going to do a TikTok soon where I take the mirror off mm-hmm. on TikTok. So you, so we can see what's behind it. I actually haven't done that. Um, mm. but I do know the airflow is less, so it's not gone, but it's not as heavy. So I'm, I'm actually super interested too, mm-hmm. but weirdly, like I'm not, I'm not worried. Like, I feel like I should be worried, so but I'm not. Curious, like- so, I have- <laughs> so I haven't taken it off. I've just been living life knowing that like, you know, the situation, I'm just like pretending that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I, oh, it was, yeah, so, I would have like, I would lock the bathroom door. If that was still happening, going to bed, I would lock the bathroom door, sell it. I was telling like, even when I, yeah. I'll have a guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> get like a guard dog after that. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> If you hear oh, any, God. even like a swizzle, you bark as loud as possible. No, right, right, no, I, right. Okay, so. And that's fair. And that's fair. And honestly, I, I don't think I'm handling it the way most people would. I feel like most people would be like, they would do be like you. They'd be like, I I can't live here. I can't stay here, blah, blah, blah. But I know in my head that whenever I like take the mirror off and see mm. what's going on, like I that I have to record it and I have to share it. Yeah. And I just have been so swamped, I think, with like work and stuff that I just like, keep putting it off but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and we're gonna see together what the situation is all right no we're looking forward to it we're looking forward to it because i yeah. do think we're everyone has been so invested in this like <laughs> story i know uh, I'm it's like, cute no so i i am i am looking forward to it how does it feel to Good. go viral <laughs> i know wonderful it's transitions so- <laughs> It's so exciting and so exhausting. It's so exciting and so exhausting. Like my roommates who were in the videos, um, obviously they weren't in my position. So like they themselves necessarily didn't go viral, um, but uh, they were in the video that went viral. And they every day would tell me, they'd be like, this is perfect for you. This happened to the right person. Like only they like would, because they watched me go through all of this. Because I basically didn't leave the apartment for like a week after it Mm -hmm. blew up. So they just like watched me like handle all of it. And they're like, not many people can do this. They were like, this is very exhausting. It's all, I, I, I didn't sleep. I literally slept for 12 hours over a week span of time. Oh, wow. Like and why, I was, why was just, that? just getting requests and people, what was going on? Yeah. So, I mean, the night, the day that I posted it, mm-hmm. um, I posted this first part and then people started freaking out. So I posted the second part and then I actually had to work. I had a, a a grant due for work at midnight that night. And so I, I was doing that up until midnight. And then I was like, fine, I will edit the third video. And by the time I was done editing the third video, it had already gone. The two first two had gone so viral 
that I was getting in media requests and DMs just constantly. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing. Like I'd never experienced this. I was like, I don't know what these words are. I don't know what licensing fees are. Like, I don't, I was like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. So at that point, I realized that like, and what you realize about virality is it's a time situation. Like, you know, I don't have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so at that point, all of your time becomes very valuable. You know, like if you're not answering the call, you're like, they might not, it might not happen if it, whatever, like, so, so it was one of those things where it was like, I was just so busy with my actual job and balancing my actual job with, you know, the constant requests coming in and the constant, like, agreements and shares and, 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 um, interviews and stuff like that, that I just, <laughs> just didn't sleep. Oh, wow. Like that does sound, ex- sound exhausting. So did you have, yeah, I like- lost eight pounds in a week, which I mean, is obviously not, but I, cause I did not eat. I wasn't eat, eating or sleeping hardly because I was so busy. Yeah. That doesn't sound healthy. Uh <laughs> uh I was not healthy. I do not recommend for a diet. Please, this is not advice. Do you want to lose eight pounds or more? Go viral. <laughs> I want to talk about your dancing because I think part of, yeah, I love your dancing videos. They're hilarious. It yeah. finds joy. It's so joyous. Um, I am, I'm a terrible dancer, but I just enjoy dancing. I dance for my own fun. Uh, no, seriously, I am. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I think of myself when I see those videos of me dancing. Mm. But I, I love your dancing videos. Like, what inspires you to dance? And, you know, you're such a free spirit. I love that. It's just, it's just a wonderful, bright spirit. Aw, thank you. That's so sweet. I honestly, I don't know. I've just always loved dancing. Like, I remember, like, joining dance team when I was, like, in middle school and, like, doing step and stuff. And I just thought it was so fun. And it's, like, for me still, as an adult, it's, like, one of the only things I can do physically that doesn't make me feel like I'm working out like it you, you know like or it doesn't make me feel like I'm like when I'm dancing I get more energy and excitement and happiness than I had before I started versus like in a lot of other a lot of other things that I think people do for me like I don't feel that way about running I know some people have like runner's high stuff like that so on one hand it's like really it's a really good just like for my body it's like move because I, I realize like the more I move the happier I feel the the lighter I feel the more joy I feel but honestly, it's just so fun. Like, I just like naturally, I just naturally have this in me, I think to like, to, you know, I can't, I can't hear a beat and not dance. Even when I'm at the gym, like I'm just always dancing. Yeah. But I, I honestly, I think so many people don't dance um, because they're not good at it. They just, they think like, oh, I don't have rhythm or, oh, I don't know. I don't know moves. But the reality is like the beauty of dancing is like, it makes your body feel good and it makes your brain feel good. And it is just so it just honestly is so joyful and it's such a joyful part to add into your day. Mm-hmm. I'm such a big proponent of dancing. Now I, I second that. I do think it should all dance and it does help every time you, you feel yes. like, so that just dance. Even if you don't have mo- movements, just check the body, you know, Sonora, <laughs> check the body light. as it goes. <laughs> uh, But no, you've gone viral. We love you. We love your energy. What's next for Sam in the world of virals and the TikToks? That's a great question. There are definitely some things that I am looking into and are potentially in the making that I can't talk about. Um, but uh, I would say definitely, I mean, if you if you think I'm fun, if you like adventure, definitely follow me. Um, you never really know what, I never really know what I'm going to do <laughs> next. Um, but I, I will say, and this is something I have, 
I'm making a plan for. It hasn't been launched yet, but I do, um, I am going to create sort of a virtual thrift store of sorts, basically where we sell donated items, probably mostly clothing, at least in the beginning. And 50% of profits are going to go back to a nonprofit or a organization that's helping people. And that will change. That organization will change, you know, I think seasonally, we're still in the business plan of it. Um, but that will launch on my Instagram. So not, I don't have a date yet. I don't have a name yet, but we, like we're in the business plan making right now. So that's something that I'm really excited for because I'm like super, super into helping people always trying to get back. So I think in that front, there's that. And then, you know, just, just do, do life with me. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's happening next. You really never know. No, and that's, we never know what's beyond the bathroom mirror. Naturally, truly. <laughs> we, we never know. I want to be very respectful of, of your time. I'm so grateful. I literally shot my shot and, you know, it landed. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you're one of the few because not many men shoot they shot and, and, and get it. With me. <laughs> no, so. thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> as I said, I won the lottery. I won the lottery. So how can folks find you on the Instagram and on TikTok so we can make sure we're living on this adventure ride? Yeah. Um, yeah. Feel free to follow me. My, my handle is my first and last name smushed together, which I think people kind of don't realize, but it's Samantha S A M A N T H A and then R T S O E. So it's Samantha Hartso, but only with one H A. So. Is this yeah. TikTok? Yeah. Same on TikTok. TikTok. I think it's my, I mean, you probably know better than I do, but it's, I think it's my TikTok. I mean, my yeah, Twitter I, handle I so. too. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow me on Twitter though, because I, Honestly, on my Twitter, I was just like, I went private so that I could post funny things about my breakup. And <laughs> and I have not gone public since. And I don't think I should. So I probably will never add you back on Twitter. But definitely hit me up on Instagram and TikTok because that is where your girl is at. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sam. Samantha Hartzell, you know where to find her on TikTok and on the grams. We are going <laughs> to learn about what happened post, um, you know, the discovery of the bathroom window pet. Um, is she yes. going to get into a new mansion? Did she experiment expand? We don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a wrap of today's episode. I know. That was so exciting. I, I mean, she is such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful energy. I mean, like, you can just felt the explosion of positivity coming from her. And it was, it was so wonderful. I'm glad... We get to get her and I'm glad we all got to hear and discover Roosevelt Island. Definitely, definitely next time I'm looking for an apartment, we'll be checking out Roosevelt Island to see what it has to offer. If you have not already done so, make sure to go to our Instagram. We're running an April giveaway. We're giving away some Apple AirPods and some Apple wireless charger. The giveaway goes all the way through April 30th. I'll be doing a giveaway each month of the summer to say thank you to the listeners and it's pretty easy. Go to our Instagram, to Living with Churchill. You will see the April giveaway. You can tag your friends. You can enter through the link in my bio. And in April 30th, I think that's a Friday. Yes, it is a Friday. I will be announcing a winner. And then I'll also announce the May giveaway. Look forward to seeing you there. Look forward to hearing what is your favorite thing about New York City. That is the prompt under the giveaway. And... Most importantly, as always, be kind to yourself.